Every woman has a story. Every story matters. For so long, women have hidden from their stories when in fact they are the very thing that makes them shine. Welcome to the Ruby Slipper Women podcast. I am Rosie Nerney, your podcast host, mother of four, multi-million dollar direct sales business owner, truth bomb expert and domestic violence survivor. Join me and a wide range of inspiring women as we follow down the yellow brick road of life with growth challenges and ultimately discovering our ruby slippers and coming home to ourselves. All the power you need is within you. It always has been. You just had to find it for yourself. Hello, lovely ladies. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Ruby Slipper Women podcast. You have the pleasure of having me today. Just me, no interview. I was a speaker at an event recently and I recorded what I spoke about, but it was a little bit too industry specific. So I thought I'd re-record it because I recorded it to share with you guys because the information in it is it's really, it's universal. Like it's really beneficial. It's going to be able to help you. So I'm talking to you about why you haven't achieved success yet. Uh, There's a multitude of different reasons. uh, But the one that I find that is the biggest and the most common is that you probably haven't even defined what success is for yourself. And you might hear that and go, oh no, yes, I have. Like success is this, success is that, success is you know, having a house or doing this or doing that, whatever. Um, but you probably, uh, it's highly likely that you haven't sat down and said, well, what what is success for me? Like not, I'm going to take out everyone else's opinion, what everyone else says, thinks, wants, all that kind of stuff. And what is success for me? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it look like on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis? on a yearly basis, like what does it actually look like? And I want to share with you my story, a little bit of my story and how I discovered this for myself. And it starts like way back before I had any awareness about my own self at all. And I was in high school and all I wanted to do was just get married and have kids because to me that meant happiness, not because I'd sat down and thought about it, not because I even knew who I was, But because everything that I was fed from the media, from movies, from everything around me in the world was get married, have kids equals happiness. And I was a miserable teenager, a very rebellious teenager. Uh, I was just constantly searching for love. Basically, I had zero love for myself. And so I was constantly looking anywhere I could. I just wanted love. I wanted to feel that. Uh, and as most people who do that end up in pretty, um, not nice situations. So I managed to get myself married and have children, uh, all both done by the time I was 23 and with two children by the time I was 24 and was like miserable. I had checked off every box that was supposed to make me happy. Well, I thought it was, uh, which was the house, the SUV, the marriage, the kids, the dog, the holidays, like I ticked it all off. And I was like, why am I still so miserable? Uh, it was because I had no idea about relationships because I'd 
got myself into a very, very toxic domestic violence relationship and my life was just full of drama and stress and toxicity and misery. And so I was like, okay, well, that's what everyone said is successful. Like even to the point when I got, when I first got married, I was like, no, you date for three years first and then you get engaged and then you're engaged for 12 months and then you get married and then you're married for 12 months and then you have a baby because that's what you do in society. That's what looks good in society. So I literally did that, like all of that. And I was just like, but I've done it all. Like they say you should do it. Why isn't it working? Um, And so for me, one of the hardest things that I've had to, well, I had to go through at the time was having to leave that um, and well, I didn't have to leave, but I chose to leave that because I was miserable and I wanted a better life for myself and my children. So I hit a very, very massive rock bottom and then decided there was only one direction to go and that was up and did a lot of, that's when my personal growth started, my awareness started. Um, I read a quote not long ago, it was about, oh, this isn't it exactly, but it was along the lines of, when you're when there's a when you're broken to pieces or something about when you when you're completely broken and there's pieces of you everywhere it's a great place to let light in um and i heard someone else recently talk about being a broken heart and when a heart's broken that's when you can let more love in and as cliche as that all may sound um it's very very true if you use those situations to your advantage obviously you can continue to go deeper and wallow in your self pity and continue to feel sorry for yourself and blame everyone else for your circumstances, or you can go, I'm going to do something about it. And I was the latter. I'm the do something about it kind of person, not the wallow kind of person. And so I picked myself up, did the personal growth that I need to, built my self-esteem up to what I needed to be and got myself out because I had, at that point I had redefined success. So it was like success for me was not what I had because I was miserable. So success for me did not mean misery. Success for me at that point was just happiness. I just wanted to feel happy every single day within myself. And I had nothing like there was um, alcohol and gambling involved. And so we were constantly broke. And so I had nothing. So I had to learn to be grateful for the shade from the trees or from the sun that warmed my skin or from the footpath that I didn't have to pay for that I could just walk on that like I found gratitude in the smallest, smallest things in life because that's all I had. And so for me, success was happiness and it was working on myself. And the more I worked on myself, the more I committed to that, the more I put up boundaries and blocked other stuff out that wasn't serving me, the happier that I got. So I achieved everything that I wanted to achieve, which was moving closer to the water uh, attracting a relationship that was a positive one, um, moving somewhere where my girls had more opportunities, living in a place where I had access to whole foods and just more opportunity. And I'd achieved all that. And this is the thing when I, when I decide to manifest things, I'm pretty like, it happens pretty fast. I, and I get like in the right, um, energetic and vibrational uh, current, so to speak, 
then it happens really fast for me, which is awesome when I'm, when I'm very clear and I know what I want. When I'm not very clear and know what I want, I tend to like just sit stagnantly, as most people do. So then I'd achieved that next lot of what I thought successful was. Uh, and then I was like, but then I was just like, I was, ha- I was content. I was just happy and content and things were kind of like coasting and I was just happy and content. And then um, we decided to have a, a baby and my husband was working away and I said to him, I'm not having a child and raising it on my own. I've just pretty much been doing that with my first two. I'm not doing that again. So he was working away. So he decided to come home and work for himself because that was the deal. I said I wouldn't have a kid unless he did. Uh, so so he decided to do that. But in doing that, um, as anyone know, when you start a small business, it kind of sends you under the red for a bit. <laughs> so then we were like really, really, really struggling financially. And so then I was like, okay, I'm like, this is, I've, again, I've achieved what I've wanted, but the money thing again, which just wasn't successful. Um, oh, cause I wasn't happy and the struggling, I'm like struggling being in like feeling like you're suffering, lack of options, lack of choices when it comes to lifestyle, lack of all that kind of stuff. I'm like, that's not successful. This, this doesn't not feel good. Success for me feels good. When I'm doing stuff that makes me feel good and fulfilled and, you know, not mean stuff, but like that's filling my cup up from like a um, truth, like true happiness connected to myself point of view, then for me, that's successful. So then that's when I came into, um, did my health coaching and came into contact with essential oils and, and built my big business like that. And so then when I got into that, I was like, okay, success for me is building a community, sharing with people as much as I can about natural solutions, getting as many people off pharmaceutical drugs as I can, teaching people that there are other options, making sure that people believe in themselves and prioritize themselves and their health enough to like actually give a shit and do stuff to change their life. Like I was on a mission to do that after um, what had happened with my, not just sort of with myself, but with my mum as well. Um, she has a terminal illness, uh, which is lifestyle induced, which lifestyle induced is a kind of nice way of saying preventable, completely preventable. So I was like young, divorced, two kids, no money, lost my mum and I like, I just wanted to, I wanted to share that with other mums. Cause I was like, your kids are going to be my age one day. Your kids are going to be 30. And when they're 30 and they have their babies, they're going to want to call their mum. So you need to do something now to make sure that you can take that phone call because from your child's point of view, which is me, freaking sucks not to be able to pick up that phone. It really does. And if you have a lifestyle-induced disease, then that means you had a choice at some point or another to change it. And so I was on my mission and I said that kind of stuff in in all my classes, everything that I did because I was like, damn it, I want these people to know because to me that's success. Success for me at that point was – so I had personal success and I had professional success. So my personal success was having choices when it came to my family, not stressing about money, being able to choose whatever I wanted when it came to food, just like not having the financial stress that we had. It was horrific. It was so horrific. And I'd lived with it because I moved out of home when I was 16. So I'd been living week to week from when I was 16. So like, so, 
yeah, so like 14 years, I've been living week to week and I was just like, I'm done. I am done with financially struggling. I am going to do something about it because other people do. And I, which means I can do it too. I'm so done with being limited based on what's in my bank account. So that was my personal thing. My professional thing was, well, if I'm going to do that, I'm only going to do it in a way that's ethical. I'm only going to do it in a way that supports um, my values and beliefs. And that is like natural health and all that kind of stuff. So I was very clear on what I defined. So then I achieved that in what everything that I wanted to achieve with that, I achieved that in two years. So I got to a little bit over two years and I I hit the um, income level within my company that's like multiple six figures, amazing, amazing financial success, like financial stress, um, pretty much gone until the tax man hits you (laughs) because you don't get to pocket at all. Um, But anyway, you know, you live and you learn. uh, And I've learned that now. Um, But So then I'd achieve that success. And this is the thing, when you're going through and you're defining success for yourself, there will come a point where if you're actually taking action, of course, if you're sitting back, just sitting on the lounge, hoping something's going to drop in your lap, you'll probably have the same definition of success for the rest of your life, which if you do, like, I, that's, I worry for you. Like, I feel sad that that is that you will never evolve in your life, that you will only have one set of what success looks like. Uh, because if you if you only have ever have that one set, chances are that you haven't achieved it or achieved it to the full potential that you could have. Because when I'd hit that success and I was like, okay, right now I can do what I want with my kids, send them to school, whatever school I want. I never have to worry about, you know, getting my hair done or going in like self-care if I want to do fitness, clothes for my kids, holidays, like a home, our family is financially safe. So now what? <laughs> I'm like, far out. I, when I do this, I just do it so quickly. But And it's taught me to have like a bigger vision, to dream bigger. And so now I do like, and I got stuck there. Like honestly, probably about 18 months, I just sat there and I was like, I just don't even know what to do now. Like what do I do now? Like what do I do? What's like I've, this is success for me. Well, what next? Um, and so then there's this like next level. And that's the thing with success is you need to be okay with it evolving, uh, because, and expanding and up leveling. And when that happens, you know, take the time to sit there and just be okay with, with it taking a little bit of time because it, it has come to me now. And I'm pretty sure, well, I mean, if it comes to me, I don't I mean, I don't know what will happen. Like I said, I'm pretty good at creating the things that I want. But the kind of mission that I've got now, I've got like, you know, a 25, 30 year plan now. So I'm like, oh, good. This should keep me busy. I shouldn't be like achieving it in the next two. If I achieve it in two years, then I'm going to be like, well, man, I don't even know what to do now. Um, but because it's not going to happen in two years. Like I've got small children and stuff like that. But anyway, I'm excited that I've got this big vision now of, of what I want to achieve and what I want to do and the impact that I want to make in the world. Because as you achieve success and as you achieve what you want to achieve and you feel that fulfillment and that happiness and you see that rippling out, not into your own family, but into your like close circles around you, you have an obligation to share that. You really do. You have an obligation to to share that with the wider community because my goodness, there are so many people suffering out there, so many people suffering because 
they don't even know how to define their own success. They don't know what to do about it. And they require people to be lighthouses. They require people to stand up and go, this is what I did and this is how I got out of it and I don't know that I can help you but this is my story and if it does help you, great. Like you have an obligation to to humanity to do that. You, you I truly, truly believe that and I think it's really selfish if you go, oh, well, I don't want to share that because I don't want people to think A, B, C, D or like whatever. Like it's not about you. Seriously, it's not. It's about sharing your story and sh- sharing your success and teaching other people about that so that they can get out of their own shit, so that they can get out of their own sufferings, so that they can see a lighthouse and have a direction as to where to go. It's just, it's so important. If you are struggling with success, I want you to reflect and think, have I actually defined what success is? Have I really sat down and go, gone, this is what success looks like for me. This is what it feels like for me. This is what it looks like daily, monthly, weekly. These are the things that happen every year for me when I've had the success. This is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. Can you sit there and actually visualize success for you? Because if you don't have that, you don't have a compass on where to go. You don't know where you're going. If you haven't defined success for yourself, it is very, very, very easy to attach yourself to what other people deem as successful. Hello, society. That's the world that we live in. Most people do not define success for themselves or even if they're aware of this concept, they don't have the courage to do it because they're too scared of what other people are going to think or how it's going to like rub other people up the wrong way. Let it, you know, let it rub them up the wrong way. Like seriously, because if they're people that truly care about you and truly value, like, like love you, they will support you. And if they don't, you might want to check the kind of people you're surrounded by, because if you're surrounded by people that you share your dreams with your desires, what you want to create, the success, all that kind of stuff. And they like, try and like dim that light they can't they try and like you know bring that down to go oh you can't do that oh oh, no that's possible you seriously want to check yourself who you're around because if you're surrounding yourself by people like that chances of you achieving what you want to achieve are like limited you want to go to great heights you want to do bigger things in the world you need to surround yourself with people that believe in the same things that you do and they're out there let me tell you they are so out there but you have to go and find them because that's how they found each other, by going and searching, by going and looking for that kind of stuff. If you listen to other people, if you let their opinions and judgments be louder than, than you, than your belief in yourself, they will win. They will win and you will, you will get to an age where it'll just like it'll be too late to do what you want to do. And that's, that's something that I spoke about in my presentation and I really want to emphasize this here. I pulled it off a, um, a Rachel Hollis podcast. The next 10 years of your life are going to be the 10 healthiest years that you live for the rest of your life because you're going to get older. You're going to, we're all aging, right? It's happening and it's a beautiful thing that, that we get to age. I don't know why so many people are so bloody scared of it. But anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, <clears throat> We, we're getting older and in 10 years time, you're going to have less energy than what you are now, what you have now. In 10 years time, you're going to have less mobility than what you have now. Then 
you might have things that crop up that you don't have much as much time to dedicate it to what you want to achieve, what success looks like to you. So like now is a great time. Now is a really good time. And if you let other people come in and rain on that, you will, they will win. So be very, very careful with who you surround yourself with. I had a picture on my presentation of a guy that had no legs, like he lost his legs and he was running in the Paralympics. And I put that picture up and I said, now you tell me how many times he would have been told that because he's lost his both his legs that he could never run in the Olympics. How many times? If you want something bad enough, you will find a way, period. We all do it. Everyone does it when you want something bad enough. And like on that note, it doesn't have to be some big, elaborate, massive thing. Like it doesn't have to be creating a multi-million dollar business or doing anything like that. And I said this in my retreat, like if the thing that lights you up the most, that fills your heart, that makes your heart feel like it's expanding and that you're like completely fulfilled, if that is having the most beautiful, amazing like colourful garden that is like a home for the bees so that bees don't get extinct and they have a place to come to to pollinate and create honey. If, if, if that like lights you up and makes your cells feel like they're expanding with love and happiness out of your body, then you like do that. You don't like this is what I mean about defining your own success. It has to be yours. It can't be what other people think because you will never, ever be fulfilled as long as you're doing what other people tell you to do or think you should do or you think you should do in order to be accepted by other people. That is not success. That will never, never fill you up. It's just a one-way street to misery, basically. So the only person from stopping you doing what you want to do is you. The only person that's stopping you from achieving success is you. Number one, have you even defined it? And number two, if you have, what are you doing to ensure that it happens? What are you doing to ensure that you're surrounded by people that are going to lift you up and support your mission and that are positive and they're going to be your cheerleaders? What are you doing every day to take action towards that? What are you saying no to? Because if you're not putting up boundaries, you don't really want it. If you're saying yes to everything and putting your dreams or whatever you deem a success aside, you don't actually really want it. Don't say that you do. Because in order to go towards it, you have to put up boundaries as well. You have to learn to say no. And you have to be okay with getting to a place within yourself where you're like, this is what I want and I'm, I'm really okay with that. Uh, in some of the workshops that I teach, one of the one-liners that I teach people to say if they start implementing boundaries and stopping doing things that are making them feel like shit. Like you, you've, you're, you're, you've got your compass, right? It's, it's the feelings inside of you. It's your guide as to tell you what's going right or wrong. Don't get, you know, don't manipulate that though. Um, but so one of the things I was teaching someone that was at one of my uh, coaching events I said to her when she was saying, you know, she wanted to get away from like people that were toxic and blah, blah, blah. And so she was choosing to do a different thing in her lunch break rather than going to like a lunchroom and bitch with people that just not, that just wanted to bitch. So she felt very drained after she did that. And so she said she was implementing a new thing. And I said, when they ask you, why are you doing that? 
your response is, because it makes me feel good. That's it. If you want to change something, if it's, you know, avoiding or not being around people so much that, you know, implement something else, go and do something else. And, oh, why are you doing that? Why don't you want to come to that? Because doing A, B and C, it just makes me feel so good. And I've made a commitment to myself to, you know, work on my self-esteem, my mental health, just on feeling good because, you know, I've been feeling really tired and lethargic. And so it makes me feel good. So that's why I'm doing it. Like, what are people going to say to that? Oh, you know, why would you do that? Why would you like, that's just as if it's going to stump them. They're not going to know what to say. And then you can just feel really good. Give yourself a high five because you've given them a great answer and you can go walk out and do whatever you want to do. And it's an answer that doesn't piss people off. It's not mean. It's not horrible. It's not attacking people. And it's about, it's taking ownership as well. It's taking ownership. I'm doing this because this is how it makes me feel. I'm putting this boundary up and I'm implementing this because this is how it makes me feel. And you know, you do that enough and you'll be doing things that fill you up and feel, and so you feel successful. And then as you achieve that kind of stuff, it gives you the confidence to go after other things. It gives you the confidence to, to dream bigger and it gives you the confidence to share what you're doing with other people because success on your own, like it's great, but it's like a trillion times better when it's shared with others. And when you can see, oh my God, when you can see what you've done, and when you share that with other people and then you see them get results as well, fulfillment on steroids. It is the best feeling in the world. So I hope you got something out of this. Uh, share it on your socials if you did. Tag me in it and I will catch you next episode of Ruby Slipper Women podcast. Bye. Guys, just quickly before you go, if you could do me a massive favor and please share this on your socials or head to iTunes and give us five stars. It's the only way we're going to get the message out there and create the movement where more women stand up and believe in themselves. I can't do this on my own. I really, really need your help. If you could do that for me, I would really appreciate it. Our website is coming. It will be www.rubyslipperwomen.com. So keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, please head over to Instagram at Ruby Slipper Women and give us a follow. Look forward to seeing you for the next round and thank you so much for your support.